Open your Bibles this, this morning to the book of Numbers, chapter 13. Book of Numbers, chapter 13. Pray for me this morning. I've kind of changed gears I, I here this morning while I was sitting up here. I've changed the message that I had planned to, to, to preach this morning. Uh, and just pray for me as we, we uh, have this message this morning that God's put on my heart. He's working. I'm trying to listen to Him uh, and trying to understand what He would have me to preach. And sometimes He does that. And, and uh, But just, uh, just pray for me today. Today we're not going to ask you to stand because of the length of the passage of Scripture. Uh, Numbers chapter 13 is quite lengthy and I plan to read it all. Uh, but uh, and, and please bear with me if I don't pronounce the names as as you might have, might pronounce them. Uh, uh, it's not not easy sometimes for me to pronounce these names. In Numbers chapter thirteen, if you're there, say Amen. 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 Uh, in Numbers chapter thirteen, starting in verse number one, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan. Uh, which I give unto the children of Israel, of every tribe of their fathers, uh, yet shall uh, ye shall send a man, every one a ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran, uh, all those men whose heads of, of the children uh, were heads of the, the children of Israel. Uh, and these were their names of the tribe of Reuben. Uh, Shemoah, the son of Zachar, of the tribe of Simeon, uh, Shaphat, the son of Hori, of the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of uh, Jephunneh, of the tribe of Iskar, Igal, the son of Joseph, of the tribe of Ephraim, uh, Oshea, the son of Nun, of the tribe of Benjamin, uh, Palti, the son of, of Rufu. Uh, of the tribe of Zebulun, uh, Gadiel, the son of Zodi, of the tribe of Joseph, namely of the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi, uh, of the tribe of Dan, Amaliel, the son of uh, Gamali, of the tribe of Asher, Sether, uh, the, uh, the son of Michael, of the tribe of Naphtali, uh, Nabai, the son of uh, Bosi, of the tribe of Gad, Gideel, the son of Machi. Uh, these are the names of the men which uh, Moses sent to spy out the land. And Moses called Oshia, the son of Nun, Joshua, Jehoshua, which is we call Joshua today. Um, and, and then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get up this way southward and go up into the mountain and see the land what it is, and the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, and that, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, or what cities they be that dwell in, uh, wherein in tents or in strongholds, and and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not, and, and, and be ye of good courage and bring the fruit of the land. Now. The, the time was the time of the uh, first uh, ripe grapes. So they went up and searched the land uh, from the wilderness of sin un, unto Rehob uh, as men uh, come to Hamath. And as they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron, uh, where Ahiman, uh, Shishai, and Tamali 
uh, the children of Anak were. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zom uh, in Egypt. And they came unto the brook of Eshcol and cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they bare it between two upon a staff. And they brought it, brought up the pomegranates and of the figs. The place was called the brook Ishkal because of the cluster of grapes with the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. And, that, and they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran uh, to Kadesh and brought back word unto them unto the con all the congregation to show them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land, uh, whether thou sendest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled, and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites of, uh, and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell uh, by the sea and, uh, and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it uh, is a land that, that eateth up all the, uh, the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw it are men of great stature. And they, there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so were we in their sight. As we look at this, this passage of Scripture, you might say, why would you read such a long text? Why would you uh, uh, read such a, a story? Why this story? It's sad. It's, it's, uh, it's not a positive story. Uh, um, let's not be negative, but let's be positive. And, uh, and, and you might have these questions. Uh, but, you know, we are just like they are. They, they didn't know it, it was going to turn out bad. They didn't have a, a clue that it was going to turn out bad. They, they were right on the threshold of a new experience. They, they were right on the uh, threshold of moving into the promised land. We have the privilege today of knowing it all worked out for the good uh, later on. Uh, but just uh, like today, we don't know what, if it's all going to work out, but God does. God, we don't know what our future is. But God knows our future, and, and we're on the threshold every day. Uh, what is this day going to bring us? What is tomorrow going to bring us? What is uh, this week going to bring us? Is it going to be a good week? Is it going to be a bad week? Listen, we, we, we don't know what the future is, but we serve a God who knows what the future is. And if we don't learn to trust Him and follow Him and let, and let Him lead, uh, uh, we will be okay as we go through our life. God gave us this Old Testament uh, for an example for us to, that we might learn. Learn, uh, from them. I want, I want us to learn some things from this passage that will help us during our uncertain future. Some things that might help us. Uh, first of all, we need to review uh, the people here. Uh, the people that we're talking about here are the children of Israel, and they had an incredible past. 
They had an incredible past. They were descendants of Abraham. They had had uh, Abra- God had chosen Abraham to make him a people, uh, and they had a tremendous past. And now, uh, how that they had gone down to Egypt, God uh, uh, manipulated that and, and led them there to preserve the people. There was famine in the land, and you remember the story of Joseph and how that they uh, were were uh, uh, brought down to Egypt to survive the famine. And after hundreds of years, they became uh, a situation of bondage. The people of Israel were, were slaves to the people of Egypt and and, and, uh, and God uh, had promised that he would deliver them from the land of Egypt and, and we saw through the through the Exodus how uh, that God raised up Moses and and, uh, uh, and and raised and prepared him to lead the people out of Israel and, 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 and it, you know they had prayed for a long time that, that God would give them some, some relief and it seemed like that God wasn't hearing their prayers. It seemed like they would never get relief. And have you ever experienced things like this? It feels like uh, my prayers aren't leaving uh, leaving the ground. You you prom uh, you promise, but but you don't see it. You see where God just seems to be sitting still and not doing what you what you think He should. Listen, God has a timetable that they didn't see or understand, and you can trust that God is always working, and you can have understand that that God understands what you're going through. He knows what's you're happening in your life. He's very aware of the situation. He knows, and, and we need to trust Him in all of that. God sent this baby uh, who was miraculously saved by uh, Pharaoh and the destructive uh, forces of, of Egypt as he was trying to destroy the, the nation of Israel by killing their babies. He miraculously preserved this baby called Moses. Uh, he he, he prepared him, God prepared him for like 80 years to help him, get, make him ready uh, for helping the children of Israel get out of Egypt and to be in the promised land. You remember he sent the plagues, the ten plagues on the Egypt and, and each one seemed to get worse and worse all, uh, culminating in, in the last plague of the, 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 the death of the firstborn uh, during the Passover uh, and, and all of that took place, the battle with Pharaoh, Pharaoh the, the death of the firstborn and then the lamb that was slain all of this was a tremendous this historical past that Israel had. They had seen the hand of God working in their lives. Uh, the parting of the Red Sea that made a way to escape and how they, God destroyed the enemy uh, when he brought the sea together. All of that record, the manna that was given them to eat, um, uh, the water that came from the rock, God provided everything they had they needed. Uh, and they had a tr- an incredible past. Listen, we have, we have uh, a history as well. And if we've been serving the Lord for any length of time, we've seen God's hand working in our lives. We have an incredible past if you'll look and you'll remember what God has done in your past. Uh, they had the history of God's miracles. They had the history of, uh, uh, of God's mercy. They had the history of God's grace and, and God is being good to them and their lives. And we are just like they are. We are just like they are. We haven't got water from a rock. You know that we haven't done that. All we have to do is turn on a faucet. You know, we just turn a valve and we have water. Um, uh, we, we have been wonderfully blessed. We, we have been saved. Uh, God has done a marvelous work in our lives. He has forgiven us. 
He has changed us. He has made us into a, a new creature. He, uh, he has indwelled uh, our spirit with the Holy Spirit. We are his children. We are children of God, those who have been saved. And, and what did that cost us? How much did it cost us? It didn't cost us anything. Listen, it was a work that was done by Jesus on the cross. You don't pay for your salvation. You don't work for your salvation. You don't earn your salvation. It is a gift of God. And you receive it as a gift. And, and, um, uh, and so we, we have been blessed at, in our lives by God uh, already in the past. And, and then there was a place, uh, uh, Kadesh Barnea. Um, they figured, the, the, the scholars figured they were about 11 days from, from the promised land. 11 days from entering in. To, to the promised land, the land that God had promised them, a, a land flowing with milk and honey. Eleven days, that close. I kind of like to think about Christmas time when it comes around. You know, kids get anxious the closer we get to Christmas. They have calendars that, these days, you know, with a little chocolate piece that kind of count the days and, and getting closer to, to, to Christmas. I guess they still sell that stuff and um, you know, and they get a piece of chocolate every day and they see how many little flaps are open until they get to the day. You know, it's kind of like being 14 days before Christmas, 11 days before entering in the promised land. 14 days. You can imagine the excitement. They were close. They were so close. And for hundreds of years, parents have been telling their children, one day we're going to be living once again in the Holy Land. One day. Uh, God is going to lead us to that place. And they were 11 days from entering to the promised land. Well, generations have waited for this time. And, and they were just 11 days from entering the land. And then verse number one of our text, it says, And the Lord spake. You know, that's where everything begins. With the Lord speaking. The Lord speaking. His words create worlds. His, in the beginning, God spoke. In the beginning, God created things with his voice. Every time God speaks, listen, something's going to happen. Something is going to happen. It's like uh, standing on the threshold of what God is going to do. And that's where they were. God spoke. God spoke. And that's where they were. Every time we get to the place that we realize that God is speaking, amazing things are about to happen. Amazing things are about to happen. Well, verse number two said that God said to choose leaders from every tribe. There were some directions. He said, first of all, he said, send thou men. In verse number two, send thou men. Send some men in. Pick some men to go into the, into the land. Uh, verse number two also, search the land, it says. Uh, the directions, send them in. Search the land. Verse number 18 says, see the land. Uh, they, were to, they were to pick out special people to go into the land. Look at it. Bring back a report of what they find. Let us know what we're getting into. There was the directions and there was also the drama. You know, why, why did God tell them to do that? Why did God tell them to send those men? Listen, it, you know, find out, is, is there good soil or not? Uh, were there trees there so that they could build their cities and their houses? Or what, was, what was there? Uh, uh, were there cities that were already built? Listen, do you, do you think that God didn't know there were giants there? 
You, you think God didn't know what was there? Listen, uh, he didn't. He didn't know how how uh, they didn't know uh, how the situation was there. God knew everything about the situation. He's the one who gave him the land. He knows what's going on. God knows what's around the corner in your life. Okay, uh, God knows exactly what's going on in the next few days, in the next year, in the next week. He knows. He's already. He, he's already there. And, and, and there's no surprises when it comes to God. We may be surprised, and many times we are, but God is not surprised. He, he, did, he didn't send them in so that he could give a report to, what, uh, to God what was there. God already knew. He, he wanted them to see. He wanted them to have an opportunity to see what was going to be. Uh, you know, we, we are going to see what we look for when, we, when we're looking around. If, if you want to see problems, you're going to find it. And that goes in all through the church, too. <laughs> you know, if you're looking for a problem, you're going to find it. If you're looking for something negative, you're going to find it. Uh, did someone mess up part of that song this morning? <laughs> you know, if that's what you saw, if that's, if that's what sticks out in your mind, if that's what you're looking for... Uh, that's what you'll find. Uh, that, that's what you'll see. Uh, listen, um, they, but if you're looking for God today, I guarantee you will find Him. If you're looking for Him, you will find Him. God is speaking, and He wants them all to see the blessings. He has prepared for them so that he can, so that they can come back and encourage the people. Listen, He was trying to encourage over 11 days out. And he was trying to let the people to see what they're going into and be encouraged and ready to go and, and into the land. Amen. You know, today we, we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. We don't, we don't know what the stock market's going to do. We don't know what the price of beef is going to be and the price of fuel. We see it go up and down. We don't know uh, what real estate prices are going to do. We don't have that information. Uh, what changes will happen uh, with this new administration we have. We don't know all of those things. We don't know what will happen tomorrow. But what we do know is God has brought us to this day to the point uh, of blessing our past. Uh, and he wants us to get a sense of what he's going to do uh, for you. I hope that as we come to uh, each day in life that we will know that God God already knows where, what's in the future. He, he has blessed us in the past and we will look to him uh, for the things that he might have in store for us in the, front, in, in the future. There, there are some things that may be facing us that, that are negative things. There may be sick, sickness in, in our future. Uh, there, there, there may be some sickness that we don't know about. Uh, we may get word one day that we, we, we have a, a serious problem with our health and that we're not aware of. We don't know what might happen. Bills may come uh, into our lives that we didn't expect. Things happen in our lives. Hard times may come. Uh, and if we look for these things to happen, they, uh, we're going to see those, those negative things. Uh, but there's also some positive things. I, I don't know what lies ahead, but, but I know that God does. I know regardless of what we go through, uh, uh, what, things, uh, what things we're going to face, but I know that God's already there, and, I, and, he, and He's going to do, uh, and I don't know what things He's going to do, but, but he, he, he knows all about it. He, he's got a plan. When God is speaking, I want to listen, because whatever He's about to do, I don't want to miss it. 
Uh, I don't want to miss whatever God's going to do. Listen, uh, there, there are some uh, negative things and positive things in our future. And, 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 and I wonder uh, how we worry about it or are we, are, are we afraid of it or are we just going to embrace it and go through it knowing that God's already there. There's the reminder. Past, the, our past. God, God has always been faithful. I mean, you think back in your past. You've been through some crises and before in your, in your past. Has God ever let you down? Uh, yes, it hasn't been easy. There's been some trials. There's been some struggles. But God has been faithful. Promises, God has never let them down. His promises are good forever. Uh, un, unlimited potential. This is, this is a land flowing with milk and honey. That's the land where they're getting ready to go to. Uh, and, and anything is possible. And, and so we ask, do you, do you understand where you are? Our past is just like theirs. Amen. Our past is just like theirs. Some ha- have had trials this past year, and, 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 and God brought you through it. Uh, he, he brought you through it. Uh, he's provided for us. Our, our past is a reflection of His faithfulness in the future. Uh, he, 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 we ought to, sometimes we, when we get in the middle of a, whatever life is throwing at us at this particular time, we forget of what God has done in the past. We, we, we hold our head and say, oh my, and you know, what are we going to do? And, and, and we forget about what God already did in our past. We forget those experiences. They, they had forgot the Red Sea episode. Walked across on dry land. They they saw an ocean. They said, "Oh my, what are we going to do?" Well, God provided that, and they got across the water, and they got thirsty, and God provided water from a rock. You know, you'd have thought, but somewhere along the way, they'd have, they'd have realized that God's got this water problem straightened out. He's got it sorted out. You'd have thought that, but they kept forgetting, and you were the same way. We're exactly like them. We, you know, it's easy for us to look back at the children of Israel and see their ups and downs and their closest to God and, and their distance from God and how they, they forget about the past and, and, and they, they stray away from God. And we say, are you crazy? Do you not see what you're doing? We, we look at and criticize them and we're exactly like they are. <laughs> we criticize them for doing the exact same thing we do. We, we forget we don't recognize when God has worked. And we, we say, well, how, what are we going to do? Um, did, did, uh, did their future in the land depend upon their abilities? No. He, he says that they, they said we are, we are like grasshoppers in their sight. Um, they're bigger than we are. Verse 31 uh, of our text says we we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we uh, was going to the promised land contingent on them being big enough to take the land <laughs> you know their abilities and their strength was not necessary to, to take the land remember David and, the, and Goliath the size issue didn't matter it was a matter of being on the right right side um uh, God didn't promise for generations to give them the land only when they were strong enough to overpower their enemies. He, he didn't say, you know, uh, he's going to take care of you as long as you can, uh, can overpower all the obstacles that you face in your, in your future. He didn't say that at all. 
Uh, and, and, and sometimes we hesitate because we don't feel like that we're able. But God is able. God promises us to us uh, to not uh, be dependent upon our abilities. Uh, he's, he's more, he wants to be, us to be dependent on our availability. Listen, we may not be able. We're having, a, we're having some uh, elections of officers here coming up real soon. And, and um, some of you might be saying, well, I don't think I can do that. Good. You're probably the right person for the job. Uh, you know, God don't pick people all the time that uh, feel confident about what they can do. God wants to do something greater in your life. He, he's, he's wanting, he's wanting to, uh, to, to, to grow you. He's wanting you to go farther than you feel like that your abilities are able. He wants to grow you. He wants to give you new opportunities to serve. He, uh, listen, if we only accept it because we got it figured out, we're not growing in faith. Uh, uh, our future doesn't depend upon our ability. No, and it, it never has. It's, it is, it, is it ever easy? No, and it never will be. It, it, it's going to take some, some, some work. And then there was a response. It was a recon. Forty days later, they came back. Verse 25 says, uh, the biblical, uh, well, in verse number 25, it talks about them coming in 40, 40 days in, in, the, in the promised land. And uh, this is biblical, 40 days is biblical for a time period of testing. They sent 12 leaders, 12 men, setting the stage for all the rest to follow them. 12 men that stood out in each of the tribes. Giants were seen by all of them. All of them saw the giants. There was two types of giants. I don't know if you saw it, if you caught it. But there were two types of giants as we read. Um, there were some grapes. There were some giant grapes there. They were, they were so large it took two men to carry them on a pole. I, I've seen a lot of grape vines and I've never in my life seen a great pod that large. What a great pod. There were pomegranates. Uh, there were figs. We don't know how big, but they were, they were brought back as an example of the bountifulness of the land. They were brought back as, as, as uh, uh, illustrations, as, as objects to show what God was giving them. And there was giants in the, in, in, in the grapes, but there was also giant people. They said that we saw giants, the sons of Anak. Uh, they, they were big people, and, and we were like grasshoppers to them. So there was giants to be seen. There were giant possibilities, and there were giant problems. How do we look at what we face? As possibilities or problems? I can tell you with certainty that our future will have giant possibilities and giant problems. That's life. That's life. We're going to face these challenges. Um, so there was the report. The men came back with a report. And, uh, the men saw what their heart wanted them to see. Uh, the ten said, uh, yes, uh, it's bountiful, but... And they followed Yes, the, the big grapes, but they had giants in the land. There was big pomegranates, but 
they were giants in the land. They had walled cities, fortresses. They were big pigs, but uh, we're like grasshoppers to them. The children of Anak, the giants, the walled cities, there was no way we could beat them. They couldn't accomplish. That was the report of ten of them. Then there was the report of the two, Joshua and Caleb. Well, yes, they saw the same thing that the other ten saw. Yes, there are giants. But did you see those grapes? They were giants, but did you see those grapes? No, I don't know how God is going to do it, but he, he broke the back of Egypt. I mean, they were a people, but they weren't an army. And they completely wiped out the army of Egypt. He parted the Red Sea, had them walk through on dry land. He gave us water from a rock. God can do this. This was the report from the two. God did, didn't get us to this point to fail. Verse number 30, Caleb said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. There was two that was confident. There was two that believed in God. There was two that remembered the past, remembered the blessings. But the response they followed, the ten. Sometimes following the majority is not always good. Uh, when the majority doesn't include God's will, it's not good. They, they made their decision and it determined their destiny. Um, who are we following? What are we following? Listen, God got angry. He was going to kill them and put... But Moses spoke up for them, spoke up for them to defend them. Joshua and Caleb, they tore their clothes. Uh, God has never let us down before. Why don't we have faith today? How often do we come to the crossroads in our life where we don't know what to do? And we want to throw in the towel because we don't know what to do. We're afraid. We're scared. We're we're, we're, we don't. We just. We just lack faith in what God can do. Um, listen, you're not doubting your ability, but you're doubting God's ability. You're doubting God's ability. God said that those twenty years old and above will never see the land. They were eleven days away. But God said those 20 years old and above would never see the land. For 40 more years, they were going to be in the desert. They were going to stay circling around until that generation of people died off. The bountiful land was there, but you were going to stay here. This generation is going to pass, and I'll give it to the next generation if they're willing. God made a decision. Every time we refuse to listen to God and live life according to our own abilities, we are going to miss what God has planned for you. What's God, God got planning, planned for you? I don't know, but He does. We will go through life traveling in circles. You look back at your life and you feel like you just... You're working hard, you're going in all different directions, but you're not getting anything done. You're not accomplishing much, you're not reaching your goals. You're spinning your wheels. It may be that you're not following God with your life. 
It may be that you have left him alone. You've been afraid uh, for the future and you've stayed where it was safe and afraid of the giants that may be facing us instead of uh, depending upon God. Living in the desert uh, instead of the place where God wants you to live. Within reach of the blessings, but never able to reach it. Never able to get there. Well, that will, that will be your legacy. That will be your legacy. Will that be your life? Listen, there's three, few, three principles I want to share with you tonight to this morning before I close. Their future depended not on their ability, but God's. Listen, you, you place your faith in God. Let Him lead you. Let Him guide you. Let Him be your helper. All that mattered was their availability to Him. They, they had His history. They had His promises. And He never failed them. But we're, what are we going to depend upon in our life? Are we going to depend upon what God has done in the past? Or are we, we think that we're big enough and strong enough we can handle ourselves and fall on our face? Or run from it? The future depended not on their ability, but God. Secondly, only the but in our lives is going to hinder us. Understand me. They knew the land. They saw the, the God's promises, but they were giants. They were walled cities. There was obstacles. When we hear God's voice, we can respond in two ways. We can respond by saying, I will do it. I will, I will tithe like I'm supposed to. I, I will read God's word like he wants me to. I, I will serve God with my life. I will do those things. I will do it, period. I don't know how. I don't know all the answers, but I will do it. I'm going to face some giants. There are going to be some cities that have walls around them, and I don't know. How I'm going to get through, but I'm going to, I'm going to go through, and I'm going, to, I'm going to stand with God. Situations that I face, I won't know what to do. I, I'm not going to know what to do. But God, if you'll speak it, I'll do it. If you say it, I'll go. If you'll lead me, I'll go. I will do what God wants me to do, but, but what? Well, morals. I can do all that I want and, uh, and still be godly. Well, I'm not sure about that. Some of, sometimes we, we have that idea that we can do whatever we want, ignoring morals, principles, and try to be godly. It says, I can do whatever I want and still be godly. Any off-limits signs to God are warning signs to us. Listen, there are some rules. We need to follow them. I know this is hard, uh, but I know I know how church people do it, um, and I, I I I do while I'm at church. I I know how church people live, and I do it while I'm at church. But in my world, it's hard. There, I, you don't know the temptations I face. Finances. We're we're living in the real world. I know what we're supposed to do, but I got bills to pay. I've got obligations. I know what we're supposed to do, but I know that God says to forgive. But you don't know what happened to me. 
deeper the hurt, the harder it is. What's the but in your life that will hold you back? What's, what's the, 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 the objection from following what God wants you to be? Two went against the flow, Joshua and Caleb. They went through the mess and came through on the other side with a new generation to lead. All the others were perished. The walls came down. The enemies were defeated. Blessings were enjoyed. Victory was established. Their legacy continued between these, these two, Joshua or Josh and Caleb, are still common names today. People you might know, you might even have a name in your, in your own name, Joshua or Josh, Caleb. A lot of people are named those two names today. I wonder how many are named Shamoa, Shaphat, Ilgal. Halting. Gadiel. Anybody here? Anybody name those names? Gaddy. Amiel. Sether. Nabi. Or Jewel. Anybody know anybody name those things? Listen, that was their legacy. What about you? What's your legacy going to be? You could be afraid of the future. Afraid to take try that new thing. Or are you going to be willing to follow God remembering what he's done in your past how he's blessed you in your past and moving forward whatever it face, whatever we face we will go through it and we'll know that God has control I ask you to stand get ready to, uh, for our invitation uh, what about you are you um, struggling with issues in your life that uh, you say, well, there's no answer. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm a little afraid. Will that deter you from moving forward if God is in you making a step? Will that hinder you from being what God wants you to be? There's a lot of opportunities to serve at this church, and I hope each and every one of you have a desire to be a part of it. Um, we we want to we want to uh, be everything that God wants us to be. Be used of God, however um, God wants to use us. Yes, I know there's giants. It could be giant people, or it could be giant grapes, giant blessings, or giant problems, and we're all going to face them. But we serve a God who's got it. He's got it under his control. What will we do? Will we allow the, the uncertainty of the future to stop us from serving and doing what God wants to do? If the Lord spoken to your heart this morning, I ask you to respond as the invitation is given.